Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Shawls. Today we have part three of The Story of Pretty Goldilocks from the Blue Fairy Book. This story is not the Goldilocks that you were likely expecting, but it is a wonderful tale, and as charming has now met the pretty Goldilocks who has refused marriage of the king, she's about to send him, you guessed it, on some quests. This is part three of the story of Pretty Goldilocks. So charming, answered she. All the reasons you have given me are very good ones, and I assure you that I could have no more pleasure in obliging you than anyone else. But you must know that a month ago, as I was walking by the river with my ladies, I took off my glove, and as I did so, a ring that I was wearing slipped off my finger and rolled into the water. As I valued it more than my kingdom, you may imagine how vexed I was at losing it, and I vowed never to listen to any proposal of marriage unless the ambassador first brought me back my ring. So now you know what is expected of you, for if you talked for fifteen days and fifteen nights, you could not make me change my mind. Charming was very much surprised by this answer, but he bowed low to the princess and begged her to accept the embroidered scarf and the tiny dog he had brought with him. But she answered that she did not want any presents, and that he was to remember what she had just told him. When he got back to his lodging, he went to bed without eating any supper, and his little dog, who was called Frisk, couldn't eat any either, but came and lay down close to him. All night long Charming sighed and lamented. How am I to find a ring that fell into the river a month ago? he said. It's useless to try. The princess must have told me to do it on purpose, knowing it was impossible. And then he sighed again. Frisk heard him and said, My dear master, don't despair. The luck may change. You are too good not to be happy. Let us go down to the river as soon as it is light. But Charming only gave him two little pats and said nothing, and very soon he fell asleep. At the first glimmer of dawn, Fisk began to jump about, and when he had waked Charming, they went out together, first into the garden and then down to the river's bank where they wandered up and down. Charming was thinking sadly of having to go back unsuccessful when he heard someone calling, Charming! Charming! He looked all about him and thought he must be dreaming as he could not see anybody. Then he walked on again and the voice called again. Charming! Charming! Who calls me? said he. Frisk, who was very small and could look closely into the water, cried out, I see a golden carp coming. And sure enough, there was the great carp who said to Charming, You saved my life in the meadow by the willow tree, and I promised that I would repay you. Take this. It is Princess Goldilocks' ring. Charming took the ring out of Dame Carp's mouth, thanking her a thousand times, and he and Tiny Frisk went straight to the palace, where someone told the princess that he was asking to see her. Ha! Ah, poor fellow, said she. He must have come to say goodbye, finding it impossible to do as I asked. So in came Charming, who presented her with the ring and said, Madam, I have done your bidding. 
Will it please you to marry my master? When the princess saw her ring brought back to her unhurt, she was so astonished that she thought she must be dreaming. Truly charming, said she. You must be the favorite of some fairy, or you could never have found it. Madam, answered he, I was helped by nothing but my desire to obey your wishes. Since you are so kind, said she, perhaps you'll do me another service, for till it is done, I will never be married. And that is the first quest for Charming at the behest of Pretty Goldilocks. And next episode, we'll have another quest. Maybe two. Who knows? This is Dan Scholes with the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can find us on threads at Folktale Project. You can find us on Instagram, also at Folktale Project. And you can always find us wherever you like to listen to your podcasts. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>